Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. To pick up where we kind of left off about this gratitude stuff, this gratitude series in the praise uh, series has really been life-changing. I mean, I, I'm telling you, man, you know, I usually, you know, you hear a little bit like, oh, that was helpful, and I understand it. But this one was like, hey, man, Pastor Chris, this thing really changed my life. So I wanted to, um, I wanted to make sure that we really solidify the understanding of gratitude over the, these, maybe, maybe another Wednesday. I don't know what it's going to take to get it done, but I'm not in a hurry. I want you to look at Philippians 2.14 in the Living Bible. That's where we left off. In the Living Bible, the Living Bible translation. Um, just reads a little bit clearer for this one. I, 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 I kind of like it, so I figure, hey, you know, let's go for it, man. The Living Bible. Um, one of the things about these translations, they, they, they over-expound things that you and I both need to see. And I think it's really, really important. Look what it says right here in the Living Bible. Got it up there on the screen. In everything you do, stay away from complaining and arguing. Man, I don't know about you, but right, right that that's that's where the gist of it started. Stay away from complaining and stay away from arguing. And what we were learning was if I keep a grateful mindset of gratitude. You're going to stay away from complaining and you're going to stay away from arguing. Because why? What did we see? We understood this, that a lot of times in life, we complain too much. We complain about everything, man. And, and I think to be a person of gratitude, you're going to have to get away from complaining. And by default, I think a lot of times we complain about stuff by lack of, um, I, I don't know, you want to say, Maybe it's a lack of appreciation. You know what I mean? Sometimes you think like everything's about what I don't have. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, if you keep giving thanks for what you do have, you'll really never realize what you don't have. You know, and I think that's, you know, I watched this thing the other day. It was kind of goofy. You know, Christmas is right around the corner and it had a picture of kids. And it's a society that we live in. The entitlement is amazing. I've said that on Sunday, but it was funny. There was kids like in 1970s, there was, it, was a, it, was a, it was like a, a reel, I call it, and it was really, really cool. There was a, 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 two kids, you know, maybe, like, maybe 8, 12, something around there. It was a boy and a girl, and they were in the 70s. And then there was two kids, like 20, 23, same age, and gifts were placed in the middle. And then these kids from the 70s ripped open this box. It was one box. And, and they were both supposed to use it. You know, it was like, oh, look what you got. You know, we got like, I don't know what it was. You know what I mean? We got like a Lego set. We're going to put it together. And these two kids in the 70s were just ecstatic about the toy. Well, over here, they had these kids. They got gotten a, a gaming console, like 2023. And they, and they were mad because they had to share it. So it's kind of like we've evolved to this society where like, man, and, and, and I'm not saying like there's nothing wrong with like, you know, doing for your kids, I want to do, I probably, we probably all spoil them, whatever. But the mindset of a society that we live in was these guys were just happy to get something. And these guys over here were like, so 
like we got to share, you know what I mean? And I, and I understand there's probably kids in the 70s doing it, but it was a really good analogy for you to kind of think about like, man, right? When things, and I said this, like, I think we're in a society like this. Like I look at like my, my, my parents and I look at my grandparents, but a lot of us, our great grandparents were like a generation that came over from another country. And you're thinking like, they didn't have anything. They were just happy to have like, you got food on the table and a roof over your head. We're winning, man. You know, so they, they never complained about like, they came from God knows what, you know, so they were just grateful. And now I think we get an oversaturated society that's so like, just, well, I didn't get the latest phone. You know, I got an iPhone, but I didn't get the new one. You know, okay, I know everybody, you know what I mean? It's just a mindset of like, are you grateful for the one you got? Do we always like try to keep up with everything going on? And I think what happens is sometimes if you're not careful, society has maybe forced us or maybe the, the way we've been raised, I don't know. We have a lack of appreciation, especially when it comes to God. And when you lose a lack of appreciation, you really start having an attitude that is complaining. So, I mean, I think, you know, when you complain about something, it's not helping you. It's not making your day better. Really, it's hindering you. So I think complaining just a total waste of time. We've talked about that. and we never, But I want to talk to you about the power of appreciation tonight. I really wanted to say, like, this is an attitude thing. It's a gratitude thing. It's a, it's a spiritual thing. Um, you know, it says the Bible is real queer about never stop giving thanks. Never to stop. Constantly. Um, there's no complicated secret to this. You know, it's like, just give thanks anyway. And Sunday I talked about this. I said, you know, in everything give thanks, you know, it's kind of like almost like, well, am I supposed to give thanks if I'm broke? Well, no, what he's saying is give thanks that God's your prosper. See, this is how you know that God has already supplied the answers to life because he would never tell you to give thanks in everything if he didn't already have a solution for everything you're walking through. So no matter where you're at, God's got the solution waiting for you on the other side. No matter what you're going through, God's got the solution waiting for you on the other side. So I think it's really, really important that you kind of like understand that if there's a need here, God's already produced the supply. If there's, an, if there's something going on here that you need God to move, he already produced the supply. And he wants your mindset to be like cognitive in the moment to be like, okay, man, this looks bad. This doctor report these bills, this marriage, this relationship with my kid. But wait a minute, give thanks. Why? Because he's the healer. He's a rewarder of them, the diligence. He's a restorer of relationship. He is the divine wealth supply. See, so he's not saying like, oh, give thanks for the drama. He's saying, give thanks that I'm the answer. So I think this is big, right? How do I start practicing really appreciation, you know? Um, there's practical ways. You know, sometimes, you, you, you know, maybe it's like, an ind maybe you just basically need to recognize some people around you that you appreciate. You know what I mean? I think that's huge. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's a level of thanking someone or telling somebody, hey, man, I appreciate you. You know, sometimes I think it takes... Um, number one, I think the big thing is it takes an understanding that appreciation has to be expressed. Gratitude has to be expressed. 
So we, we give God gratitude, we give God appreciation, we appreciate God, but how about the people around us? Are we appreciative of the people around us? Or do we come sometimes overlook the constant um, faithfulness of people, you know? And, and if you leave it unrecognized, man, it could really, um, it could really, it could really, um, it could really, really hurt people. Um, When's the last time you recognized the people around you or the people that you appreciate or you picked up the phone or if somebody did something that was important or somebody has the right kind of attitude or somebody went for the extra effort or maybe somebody's just, you know, basically gone the extra mile and, and you know, they didn't have to do it, but, but they decided to do it. I mean, I, for me, I mean, there's so many people that just problem solve around here that I'm so appreciative of. And, you know, sometimes I think like you say, well, you know, you got to say that. No, I mean, I think like you realize that um, as a leader, you just, you, you don't even, you, man, you definitely realize that. Like, oh my God, I appreciate the, you know, everybody doing what they do because I, you can't do it without people. You can't do any of this stuff. It really, it really uh, is humbling when God really reveals this to you because you're just like, God Almighty, man, like, every, like, I don't even know how to put the lights on in this place. You know what I mean? Like, really? And then, like, you appreciate the media team, and you appreciate the greeters, like, and you appreciate the guy in the parking lot sweating, and you appreciate Children's Church, and you appreciate, because you, you remember when you did it with nobody. You know, I never forget this as long as I live. I was, um, I went to a conference, I served at this conference, and I came back, and I was like, man, I was kind of like, Man, there's nobody helping me. You know what I mean? I went to the post office. I think I told this story before. I went to the post office because I used to have a post office box because we didn't have a ministry address. And I went to the post office. I walked in the post office. And I used to go to the post office like at the middle of the night, like 11 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Nobody being there. And I'd run in the post office because you got the key, you know, and it's all locked up. And I'd run in the post office. And I started screaming in the post office, made sure nobody was there. I'd be like, God, thank you. You know, thank you for the money that's going to come for the ministry. Thank you for the help that's going to come. Thank you for all this. And it was just me, you know. And I was like, God, why in the heaven is nobody helping me? Like, where's the help? And he said, he said, I never forget what he told me, man. He told me, I, I was like, where's the help? Like, I got nobody to like help me. There's nobody believes in this thing. I was me. You know, your parents believe in you because they have to by default. They're like, yeah, we're with you, you know? And they're great people, but you know what I'm saying. But I was like, where the heck is everybody that's coming behind the vision and where is all this gonna happen? And there was nobody. I never forget what God said. He said, in the beginning, you, you do this with your, you just do this with you. And then the vision will bring the people. And the reason why God leaves you alone in the, in the seasons like that is so when the people show up, you appreciate them above and beyond because you remember what it was like to do it with nobody. You remember when nobody was here. You remember when nobody sat in the church. You remember when you started over there and you got like 12 people and you're thinking like, where's, you know what I mean? So you start getting a greater appreciation when you realize sometimes, I don't know, maybe where you came from. I, I, I don't know what it's going to take, but you have to develop an attitude of gratitude. You have to develop a, 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 a gratitude in all circumstances. And I think that's what 1 Thessalonians 5.18, I like it in the NIV because it just says, you know, it just makes sense. You know, a little bit more sense where it's like, you know, the giving thanks 
in these circumstances, you know, and, and it kind of just reads a little clear. But radical gratitude in all circumstances must be developed. And I think until you see that, you know, 1 Thessalonians 5.18 is NIV is like, give thanks in all circumstances. There it is. For this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. Now, the will for you in Jesus Christ maybe isn't the circumstance in front of you, but give thanks that you could change the circumstance. Is that okay? So the more you get God's love, the more you're going to become grateful. The more you understand what God has done, the more considerate, the more thankful, the more, you know, you're not thankful for bad things. You know what I mean? Nobody is. But thankful, you know, we just went through a tough spot here at the church, you know, and a lot of you know and a lot of you don't know. And it wasn't the church, but, you know, you know, it was just a massive, there was, you know, just evils in the earth, you know, and we've seen it in the city. And the church is getting behind it, you know. And there, there's some people out there, you wonder like, man, you know, I mean, it was bad. You know, it was, I mean, the, our police chief was like, there's, this is what the police chief literally said on, on the news. He said, there is places in hell designed for people like that. Like, that's how bad it was. You know, and we as a community had to get together and get behind and help and love our community and be here in a tragic moment. And when you heard that, you know, like, that's really whack, man. But you don't go, oh, re praise the Lord. You know, no, you go, thank God that somehow we're going to get through this. Somehow we're going to come alongside the family. Somehow we're going to come along, you know, kids that are not going to have a mom because of some tragic thing. We don't thank God for that. That's not God. That's the devil, man. Steal, kill, and destroy. I was trying to say that the police chief has a better spiritual sense than some of the church people. Like, that's demonic, man. But now, okay, now what do we do? Well, we get God's grace for this and we get God's mercy and we get God's compassion and we and we get God's we get God's heart for loving people and being a community so we thank God that we're going to make it we thank God that the kids are going to be all right we thank God you know what I'm saying it's like this is the thing like people can't say like this is something evil that happens demonically and evilly but we are going to be excited about what that God's given us somehow a way to make it through this mess so you know you know, God, God, God can bring good out of evil. That's what God can do. God can turn mistakes into miracles. God can work things out. God can turn things around. No matter what happens, God isn't going to stop pursuing you and loving you and being there for you. You know, the truth is that, you know, we got a billion reasons to be thankful every day, but are we taking a, um, a conscience let me say it like this. Are we making a conscious decision of realizing everything that he has done or are we too much almost fixated on what he's not done in my life? And I think that's just what we live in, you know? It's like, you know, it's like, um, I don't know. You know, it seems like, you know, I don't know. It seems like you get a car and then you're thinking, you know, I don't know about this. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, you know, oh, what's the next car I'm going to get? You know what I mean? Because I, I just rode by, seen a nice car. I was like, oh, what's the next thing I'm going to get? And I was like, man, I was like, pause, man. I'm thankful for the car I got. You know, oh, what's the next house we're going to get? You know what I mean? I'm like, hey, God, I'm out. There's nothing wrong with dreaming. There's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to, you know, just to elevate your life. But, you know, I think the big thing is, are, am I really excited about where I'm at? 
you know? I know it seems pretty radical, but radical gratitude is being thankful in every circumstance. And it's God's will because it develops a greater relationship with God between you and him when you could allow gratitude to be the stick glue for relationship. And that's the only way to explain it, you know what I mean? Because sometimes what happens, even though like these, these life hits try to come and create distance, but if you keep gratitude at the forefront of your mind, your relationship with God stays like a brand new discovery each and every day, you know? And I think he kind of really gets you to see this. He did it in Philippians 4. Look at Philippians 4, 4 in the Passion. I like this because it reads just a little different. Philippians 4, 4 in the Passion. The power of gratitude should be filling your prayers. You know? It's a really great point. The power of gratitude should be filling your prayers. And that's Philippians 4 and 4. To be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of your life. Let joy overflow for you are united to the you are united with the anointed one. Isn't that cool? Let gentleness be seen in every relationship for our Lord is at whatever near. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout the day. Prayer, offering your faith-filled request before God with overflowing gratitude. You see that? Tell him every detail of your life. Did you get that? So it says, faith-filled prayers with overflowing gratitude. So, so think about this. The power of gratitude-filled prayers. Are your prayers filled with gratitude or are they filled with complaining? When your prayers are filled with gratitude, they're effective. So when you're praying for, I don't know, the marriage to be restored. Thank you for restoring my marriage. Thank you, Father. Thank you. See the, see the gratitude? Thank you, Father. See, is there, is there gratitude? Is there, is there adoration? Is there a level of um, basic just thankfulness? So am I being thankful? Do I have gratitude? Is my attitude correct in this? Or do I, do I have faith-filled, gratitude-filled prayers? That's how he told you to pray. He didn't say, just ask me. He said, no, he said, with overflowing gratitude. Don't look at verse 4, 6 again. Let them just see that because I think it's going to help them. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Okay, I can see that, right? Don't be anxious for nothing. Don't get worried. But being saturated in prayer throughout each day, okay, so be prayerful, be saturated in prayer, offering your faith-filled request before God with overflowing gratitude. So he says, prayers filled with gratitude determine what? God's wonderful peace and get your response. So, man, I think, you know, Wow. So that's the thanking God. That's, you know, I, I think um, um, there's a level of thanking God. You know what I mean? That sometimes gets laid at, left out. Well, you know what do you mean, thank God? Well, thank God you believe you receive when you pray. That's Mark 11, 23, 24. You know that. 20, remember, it says 23, 
Saying in the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea. Mark eleven twenty four is the answer you've been waiting for. You know what I mean? Because it tells you what me and you need to be doing. Whosoever shall say unto the mountain, got it. Be thou cast in the sea, shall not down his heart, but shall believe whatsoever he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Now watch this. Therefore I say unto you, what? What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. Right? So, wow. Believe and you receive, and you shall have them. So if you receive something, isn't thanksgiving connected to that? That's what the Bible says. It says pray with thanksgiving. What is he saying? He's saying there, if you believe you receive. So if, if I hand you this phone and go, hey, here you go, here's the phone, wouldn't you say thank you? So the deal sealer is thanksgiving because you believe you receive. It's not just something you do, but it's something you better remember. Man, I like that because I like what I said Sunday. I said gratitude is fully aware that it is owed nothing in life. Man, that is a thought right there. The person of gratitude understands this. Life don't owe you nothing. And that's the problem with these clowns out here running around like a bunch of ding-dongs. You don't deserve nothing in life. And stop letting people label you. Well, I'm, a, you know, man, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get in trouble right here, but I care. Well, you know, I'm a lady and, you know, it's against me. Your head's against you. Ain't nobody against you. Get it. Get, get out there and get yours. Life don't owe you nothing. Well, you know, I didn't grow up with an education, so because I don't have an education, I, 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 you know, I'm being discriminated against. No, you ain't. Nobody knows where you went to school. Nobody cares. Get out there and go to work. Some of the, some of the best guys I coach and ladies I coach didn't even go to school, man. School don't make you smart, and school don't make you rich. Move on. Well, you know, I'm being discriminated against because this, that, and the other thing. Look, stop. Am I saying it ain't out there? It's out there. Is, is, there, is there old people being overlooked? Yes. But don't let that determine what, well, you know, you know, nobody's going to give you. Yeah, you're right. Ain't nobody going to give you nothing. Go create your own future. I tell these kids of mine, look, man, ain't nobody going to hold you back. I know you got that demon-possessed boss or they ain't overlook you at work. I just had a lady the other day. They're overlooking me at work. The management's a total jerk. And she got a new job and she's happy as she could be. Does it happen? Yes. Is it a bad deal? Sometimes yes. I got guys calling me up making money, man. One dude's making over a million bucks a year and, and a year. And they came looking for his job. I said, well, praise be to God, they're coming looking for your job. And you better get ready because they could care less what you did the last 20 years. They're getting ready to get rid of you. And they did. And, you know, after you waffle a little bit, you get back up on your feet. Life doesn't owe you anything, man. Life is what you make it. And now, look, has some people gone through some harder stuff than others? Absolutely, man. But guess what? Count it all joy. Not for, how many times I got to say it? Not because of the stuff that you went through in life, but that you overcame, that you're a champion, that what it should have killed you didn't. You were drugged up and now you're free. You were drunk for years, now you're set free. You were messed up, you were mentally deranged, but look, you're in a sound mind. 
This is the only response that mercy requires is gratitude. God's been merciful to you. Oh, give thanks. Look at Psalms 136.1. Woo! We're going to read that one. I like that one. Right? Psalms 136.1. Y'all know this. I've been screaming this at the Raptors. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Look at this. Give thanks to the God of gods. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord. Verse 3. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Man, Joker keeps saying the same thing over and over. Scripture after scripture. Oh, give thanks to him who alone does mighty miracles. His faithful love endures forever. It goes on and on, right? His love endures forever. Well, what do you think? It's easy. God, and you don't, here's the thing. Oh, right, this, go to this. They're going to love this. Go to Amplified Classic. You know the one I always use, the plus one? Deuteronomy 28. Wait till you see it. Deuteronomy 28, 46. When you see this, this is going to change your life. This could change your life. Say, Pastor Chris, how you find these things? Don't worry about how I found it. Just put it to your life. <laughs> right? Just use it, bro. Run with it. Notice it's true for your life. Deuteronomy 28, 46, Amplified Classic. Look it. They shall be upon you for a sign of warning to other nations and for a wonder and upon your descendants forever. Watch 47. But because, right, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joyfulness of mind and a heart in gratitude for the abundance of all which he has blessed you, therefore shall you serve your enemies who the Lord shall send against you and hunger and thirst and nakedness in one of all things, and he will put a yoke of iron upon your neck until he has destroyed you. Now, I know that's Old Testament. I know we live in grace, but you see what I'm saying? God expects your gratitude, man. He expects your gratitude for what he has blessed you with. And I think so much, well, wait, wait, what are you going to do next, God? What are you going to do next? What about what he did do? This is a big thing, and don't you forget this. Gratitude is a magnet that draws a response from the atmosphere around you. Gratitude is a magnet. It's like a magnet, man. If you start giving gratitude out, the earth's increase starts shaking. Gratitude is a magnet that draws a response from the atmosphere around you. Oh, I love that. Woo! Yeah. You know another thing, too? Your, your promise-keeping to God is based upon gratitude. Did you know that? So, like, if you, if you don't really keep your promises to God, then you're not grateful. You know, I had somebody the other day who was like, well, you know, you know. You know. No, I said, no, man. I said, you see, you know where you find that? Uh, passion, Psalms 50, 14. Psalms 50, 14. You know what I mean? You, this is big, man. You know? God said, bring me to sacrifice. This is why the people struggling with the tithing, you know, I wouldn't struggle with that, man. I'd face off with that thing today. I'm telling you, it's, it's not making a push for it, but look, this will say, that's the sacrifice we bring. Why don't you bring me the sacrifice I desire? That was that old thing, Cain and Abel, right? Bring me what I tell you to bring me, man. Bring me your true and sincere thanks and show your gratitude by keeping your promise to me the most high. 
He said gratitude is a person that keeps their word to God. So when God goes to you, tithe, how about this one? Okay, forgive. I'm not forgiving. You're crazy. You better run to forgiveness, man. Brother Hagin scared me, man, one time. He said, if you knew how dangerous it was not to forgive, you wouldn't stay in unforgiveness a minute of your life. That's even, that's the biggest, right? How about all, all those promises? Now, watch this. Oh, you, look at Psalm 50, 23. Same translation. This is, this is crazy, man. It's in the Bible. I'm not grateful. Look what I don't have. Look what I don't have. Will you shut it with the, what you don't have already and be excited for what you do have? Man, I'm, I'm getting goofy in this series. I walked outside the other day, thank God for the trees. You believe this? These guys are walking around setting up chairs. I'm not supposed to talk about that, but they're here. I was walking around the other day looking at trees. I looked at the trees and said, thank you for the tree, God. My neighbors think I'm nuts. I don't really care. They don't pay my bills. God does. I literally looked at the tree in the front yard. Thank God for the stupid palm tree and the other tree. I think I'm wacky, right? I was like, thank you for the tree. I didn't have, to, I didn't have a tree 20 years ago. Now I got a tree. Glory to God, I got trees. I own that tree. You know you own that tree in your front yard? That's your tree. I was like, man, I got excited about the grass. I got excited about everything. Dumb rock sitting over there. But why? Because look what it says in Psalms 50, 23. This is crazy. This is the Bible. The life that pleases me is a life lived in the gratitude of grace. Are you reading this? Always choosing to walk with me in what is right. This is the sacrifice I desire from you. If you do this, more of my salvation will unfold to you. He said, man, have a gratitude of grace. Oh, God, look at this stuff. This is a life that is pleasing to me. What is it? A life lived in gratitude of grace. Are we grateful for the grace of God? Man, what's the grace of God? I'm a sinner saved by grace. God's grace is on my life. God's ability is on my life. God's free gift hit my life, and it's a grace gift, and I'm grateful for it. My God in heaven, you got to be excited about God and grateful for his grace. I don't know about you, but it changed my life. Praise God. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for each and every person listening to the sound of my voice. I thank you for touching their life, moving in their life, shaping their life, letting them become more gra grateful. Let us have a heart of gratitude. Let us have an attitude of appreciation. That's big. Being appreciative, being remembrance, walking in this greater glory, walking in a revelation of your grace and being grateful for everything going on in our life. Father, I thank you even for this season, right? We're in the Christmas season. It's cool. It's awesome. We're just thankful for Jesus. Thank you for blessing them and keeping them and watching over them all the days of their life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said amen. Praise the Lord, guys. Thanks for sharing. Check the announcements. Don't miss the announcements because don't forget, Christmas Eve is a Sunday. New Year's Eve is a Sunday. Man, we are on one service. We've got one service. Check out all the details. Get ready for this and get ready for transformation 2024, it's going to be life-changing. We're going to be transforming this year. It's going to be the best year of your life. I love you. God bless you, and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. 
And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.